0: you're listening to the journey podcast how can plant medicine and herbalism become part of your everyday holistic healing approach find out in today's episode hi i'm petra brenbauer and with decades of experience with sadness pain anxiety and stress i finally figured out how to leave all that behind And this podcast shows you how to break free permanently, so you can reclaim your sanity and find the self-esteem and energy to go after the life you desire. With real talk about mental health, holistic healing, and the tough journey of coming out the other end. This is The Journey Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. Today marks World Mental Health Day. And for this special bonus episode, I spoke with Netta Elizabeth about plant medicine and holistic healing. It has been said that everything we need to heal can be found in nature. And indeed, many modern medicines and medications are plant derivatives and contain plant ingredients. Incorporating herbalism into our healing journey encourages our innate whole body healing process and is gentle and supportive of our own healing abilities. Netta Elizabeth is a clinical herbalist and natural healing guide who specializes in connecting her community with the powerful medicine that our earth provides, while empowering those she serves to explore the innate healing abilities that exist within us all. Believing in a holistic approach to health and healing, Netta not only treats physical symptoms, but also provides patients with the emotional and spiritual tools to grow, evolve, and make lasting positive changes. She primarily works with those recovering from grief and loss, healing from trauma or addiction, patients facing major life changes or stressors, and those with chronic illnesses and ailments that require symptom management and or immune support. Netta works with clients and patients privately, both in person and online. In the fall of 2022, she will be opening her community's first apothecary and wellness center, aptly named A Glow Apothecary. She will also be expanding her online outreach to include group sessions and support, on-demand classes and workshops, and healing toolkits. Here is my interview with Netta Elizabeth. Hi, Netta. It's so great to have you on the podcast. I am so looking forward to our chat today because plant medicine is such a fascinating topic to me. I'm excited to find out more. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm
1: excited to be here. Plant medicine is definitely my passion, so I'm excited to share what I can today.
0: Yes, it's going to be fantastic. And do you want to start off by sharing a little bit about yourself and how you got onto this path? Absolutely. So I have spent the
1: last 20 years, my whole career, basically in medicine in different forms. So I started out in what would be considered Western medicine or modern medicine as a nurse. I've worked in hospice and palliative care, women's and children's services, a lot of different areas within the medical field. And even I've spent the last few years in rural health providing access for people who live outside of the normal care areas and don't have access to care. So that's been a passion of mine my entire career since I was little. But over the years, I've kind of realized the value and the necessity of plant medicine and how it's able to really change lives and provide people that wouldn't normally have solutions for care with new things that they can explore and often get even better results than traditional pharmaceuticals that we're using right now so much in society. My own journey with plant medicine really kind of changed my life even before I started helping others. I had an interesting childhood to say the least, and then some things that have kind of happened throughout my life that led me to seek ways to feel better. That would be from anxiety, depression, things like that. I had physicians try a wide variety of different pharmaceutical options for me that often led me feeling in a much darker place than I just feel naturally on my own. It was a lot of tried and failed pharmaceuticals that ended up leaving me deciding that it's better to just feel the way I'm feeling and and leave it alone until I came into exploring plant medicine more. And in the past, I had used plant medicine with our patients, especially in hospice care for symptom management. But Kind of taking that knowledge and applying it further, I started looking at natural ways to deal with anxiety and depression and the lack of energy that comes with those, inability to sleep properly, all of those things that kind of go in hand in hand with those nervous conditions. And I ended up finding that there were solutions available to anyone on our earth that not only work so much better than the man-made concoctions that we've developed, (laughs) but provide you with relief in a much more natural way and without the side effects and all the other problems that can come with pharmaceuticals. And so I not only kind of managed to find ways to heal myself with that, but then also started integrating that into my practice with patients and have done a lot of studying, not only with indigenous healers, but also on more of the academic side on the plant medicine side as well. And so I've become a clinical herbalist and now help people navigate plant medicine and also other types of holistic healing as far as breath work and meditation and all of that as well, so that they can have natural non-pharmaceutical solutions to not only anxiety and depression and things like that, but also common physical ailments and symptoms, pain and all of that as well.
0: Wow, that sounds like a fascinating journey that has brought you to this place And when you talk about traditional plant medicine, how do you relate that to Western or modern medicine? Is there a connection between the two? And can you explain a little bit to our listeners what you mean by traditional plant medicine and what exactly that looks like?
1: Absolutely. So traditional plant medicine is basically going back thousands of years. In some cases, Indigenous cultures have, from the beginning of time, used our plants. That are available to all of us to heal what's going on with the body. There are cultures, actually, if you do some research, that it looks like we may have a human race developed our understanding of plant medicine by observing the world around us. So there's cultures in Central America, for example, that they use the same plants that the monkeys actually use in the jungle there, that they're able to observe, their ancestors basically observed the monkeys using those plants to ward off pests and bugs from their their fur. And the indigenous cultures actually began mimicking that behavior and using the plants in the same way. And that's kind of where the beginning of their cultural understanding of that plant came from. So we think that a lot of what we know from indigenous cultures actually came from not only experimenting with the environment, but also observing the world around them and using that as a teaching tool. But now the way we use plant medicine has kind of impacted western medicine in a lot of different ways. So a lot of the pharmaceuticals that we use in modern medicine have actually been either directly derived from plants or kind of synthesized from plants. So a lot of the pharmaceuticals that we use now have been developed by taking what has been observed as effects in plants, isolating those specific compounds that create that effect and then finding ways to either mass produce that compound through cultivating them in the environment or by synthesizing those compounds in the lab. The issue with that is whenever we, in modern medicine, isolate those compounds, we're taking away the synergistic effects of those plants. So the way that plant medicine is so effective is when you use a plant for therapy, there's hundreds of different active compounds in that plant that are working together to create the therapeutic effect. But in modern medicine, we look to seek out one of those specific compounds, isolate it, and use that. And so we're actually, in a way, making the compound less effective because it's unable to work with the other compounds that it normally would work with in the plant to create that synergistic effect. Plant medicine can, like I said, it can be used to treat a wide variety of different treatments, different ailments. There's a belief that Any ailment that the human body experiences, there's actually a natural cure for. The problem with that is it's not financially lucrative in our society to do that research. Big Pharma has kind of taken over that research and they tend to put the money into things that will make more money, of course. And Mm -hmm. so there's not the same funding going into researching these plants that are naturally available to anyone. The other issue we're facing is with conservation. And so it's believed that we're losing a cure due to deforestation and things like that almost daily right now, just because we're not conserving and we're not researching the plants that are available to us, which is heartbreaking for people like me because it makes me wonder what we're missing out on as a people while we're allowing these plants to be destroyed. So conservation is something that's really big for us also in this field. But plant medicine 100% goes hand in hand with Western medicine now. We can learn a lot from plants and learn a lot of ways that we can use our modern technology to make plant medicine more effective, not by altering the plants by any means or anything like that, but just as far as sustainable ways that we can grow and harvest them and just ways we can be more responsible in the way that we utilize these herbs and make them more available to the general population. But as far as the effectiveness of plant medicine, many of us believe that it is just as effective, if not more so because of the natural synergistic effects of plants when you allow them to work in their entirety.
0: Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And you mentioned that it was believed or it is believed that for every ailment that people have, there is a plant out there. And what sort of ailments do you usually work with when you work with clients nowadays? What are sort of the most frequent things that people come to you with?
1: Honestly, anxiety and depression and all of the, things, the symptoms that tend to be a result of those conditions are the most common right now. It kind of makes sense when you look at where the world is at right now. The last few years, we've been through a lot as a people, especially. Mm-hmm. But anxiety, depression, fatigue, a lot of times I'll have patients come to me that they're dealing with headaches or fatigue or trouble sleeping. And really the root cause of that might be anxiety or depression, but there is still a stigma associated with mental health in some areas and in some cultures. And so sometimes we'll just be kind of skirting the issues and dealing with those symptoms of anxiety and depression, and that's where they're more comfortable. So really it's the root of a lot of the issues we deal with come down to those mental health concerns. But we also see a lot of headaches, pain, digestive issues, pretty much anything, women's health issues. There's mm-hmm. issues with menstruation and things like that, that we're able to help with plant medicine down to help with pregnancy support, fertility support, hormonal balances, support during labor and delivery. We can even help with those sorts of women women's health issues as well with plant medicine. So there's a wide variety of things that we're able to treat and that we do treat. But I would definitely say that symptoms involving anxiety, depression, pain, and everything associated with that are the most
0: Yeah. And like you said, that makes sense after the past couple of years, especially what's been happening in the world. So definitely, I understand that part. And some viewers might be wondering now if plant medicine is meant to replace Western medicine and whether it's safe or not. So what should people understand before they start exploring plant medicine?
1: Absolutely. So I strongly believe that plant medicine should be used in conjunction with modern medicine there are absolutely times where a physician is crucial and can save lives and so i don't ever want anyone to think that i'm saying don't go to your physician that's not my intention at all for example if you know you're unfortunately diagnosed with cancer i 100% want you to work with your physician on chemotherapy or radiation treatment plan mm-hmm. but plant medicine comes into play where we can plants can actually help with slowing tumor growth it can help deal with the side effects of the chemotherapy or the radiation, both internal side effects, and even with radiation, sometimes there's skin damage and all of that as well. We can help with all of those different side effects that happen with treatment with cancer. We can help with keeping the immune system strong, to fight off infection, which is a common concern with undergoing cancer treatment. All the pain issues and all of that, even the anxiety of, of receiving a cancer diagnosis, all of those things, we can help support modern medicine with plant medicine. Another example, I know we've chatted in the past about a broken bone. Yes, you yes. definitely need to go get that X-ray and get that cast, that's that's critical. But after that visit to the emergency room, we can help with the pain and the inflammation of the injury with plant medicine in ways that we don't have the same concerns with addiction to pain medicine and all of that that can be seen with what they would typically give you as you're leaving the emergency room. So I believe that plant medicine should always be used in conjunction with modern medicine for severe or acute issues like that. But when it comes to things like allergies, the common cold, you know, flus, digestive issues, headaches, all of those things, if it's not a, truly a life or death, you know, you need emergency care right at this moment sort of situation, chances are through herbalism, we're able to manage those conditions very well. And even if it's just becomes a first line, let's give this a try. Let's try a few different options that are available for you from the plant medicine side. And if all else fails, and it's still not better, then absolutely, maybe it's time to go get a scope at the doctor's office or or something like that. But plant medicine is a very strong option to manage health and promote health and maintain a healthy lifestyle with less intervention from modern medicine and physicians and less concern of side effects and addiction and all the other things that can sometimes go along with the pharmaceuticals that are available out there right
0: now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I really appreciate you saying that because I've had that same experience as well, where the medications actually had worse side effects than the ailment I was experiencing. So Exactly. In that case, I was very happy also to turn to plant medicine. And for me, it is my first go to, usually, except in the case where I broke my foot. I figured I should go to the emergency <laughs> and get a cast put on. But as you said, you know, afterwards, the pain and the swelling and all of that we managed with plant medicine. I didn't take any conventional medicine, like painkillers or anything like that. So there's definitely that sort of interaction that you can have between modern and plant medicine where each plays a part and they work really well together.
1: Absolutely, yes. And from a safety perspective, plant medicine is generally very safe. However, it is something that, especially if you are taking some modern pharmaceuticals for other conditions, one big one is blood thinners or blood pressure medications, if you're taking other pharmaceuticals, especially, or even taking other supplements or plant-based therapies, it's important to understand the interactions just like you would with any other prescription. And so that's why I always recommend people either seek out a clinical herbalist or if if they're more comfortable, speak with their physician. Some physicians are very supportive of plant medicine. Unfortunately, it's less common, especially here in the United States. Most physicians will try to guide you away from plant medicine into more traditional pharmaceuticals, just because it's what they know better. But it is important to make sure that you're either doing the research very thoroughly yourself and understanding how to properly research plant medicine and how it interacts with other medications, or seek out the guidance of an herbalist that can kind of guide you as well, just to make sure that what you're taking isn't either doubling up other treatments that you might currently be on or counteracting other treatments that you might currently be on, just to make sure that you're safe in those ways but in general, plant medicine is very safe. I've personally never, myself or any of the patients that I work with, I've never had a adverse effect based off of supplements and plant medicine. So it's, in my experience, extremely safe. One other thing that I do caution is just making sure that the quality of the supplements that you're using is up to par, especially here in the United States. Unfortunately, it's very unregulated when it comes to supplements. In other countries, Thankfully, they are doing a little bit better job of managing it, but here in the United States, our regulatory agency, which is the FDA, they only get involved if there's been an adverse event, meaning that somebody has actually taken a specific supplement and had something horrible happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's when the FDA gets involved. And so there are literally thousands of supplements available that you can just order online. And sometimes they aren't what they say they are. Sometimes they contain toxins or heavy metals that are completely unsafe because it is unregulated right now. And so working with an herbalist or someone that's familiar with herbs, they can be sure that not only is what you're taking safe in combination with other therapies, but it's also something that's been sustainably and responsibly sourced and they know the origin of it and they know that what you're taking is actually what you believe you're taking and that it's safe for you to take. So those are the safety concerns that are involved, no more so than any else that you would take or consume in your body. You need to be responsible and cognizant of anything that you put into your body. And it's the same with plant medicine. But in general, it's actually far safer than any other pharmaceuticals that you would generally get from a pharmacy.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good to know and some of those supplements like you said we don't know and they come with all sorts of things and after you take it it's obviously too late <laughs> so it's best yeah. to find that out beforehand <laughs> and absolutely. and if people are wondering how they can start incorporating plant medicine into their daily lives is there something that you could tell them about that
1: absolutely so like i said the best way to go about it really especially as you're starting to learn about it is to work with someone that is familiar with plant medicine just at the very least they can help guide you towards areas that you can research or areas that you can look into more. Plant medicine, in my experience, is best used when it's not used as a Band-Aid, kind of the way that some people look for a quick cure-all with pharmaceuticals by popping a pill. Yes, plant medicine is a fantastic way to maintain your health and improve your health, but a lot of times there's other things that are going on in the mind or in the body that need to be addressed so that you can get to the root cause of what's really going on with a patient or with yourself, and then address those issues in conjunction with the plant medicine. So for example, when you're dealing with somebody that's experiencing fatigue or trouble sleeping, getting into the root cause of what might be going on emotionally with them, and then teaching other coping mechanisms that can go hand in hand with plant medicine. So we can look at things like rhodiola rosea, lavender, motherwort, valerian, and all of that from a plant medicine perspective and look at ways that we can blend different herbs together to create a custom solution, you know, based on what is going on in your life at that moment. But then we can also look at teaching emotional and spiritual ways from a holistic approach to treat that anxiety and depression and the root causes of that fatigue and that trouble sleeping to give new ways to manage. And so there's things like breath work, stretching, yoga, a lot of different options available to help people understand how to proactively deal with the symptoms that they're experiencing. And then also how to, in the moment, kind of recognize that you're having these feelings and how to breathe through them or stretch through them or whatever it might be that we develop to help manage those situations as they come up through life. And basically the combination of the plant therapy and the other holistic tools lead to much better effects than just looking for, well, I'm not going to change anything in my life. I'm not going to worry about any of that. I'm just going to pop a pill when I feel better or a supplement when I when I feel bad. It's much better result to look at how we can mm-hmm. look at it from a holistic perspective in those sorts of ways. So that's something that we incorporate a lot. Kind of going back to the idea of combining herbs, that's another wonderful thing that can come from working with an herbalist or a healer in your area, there's a lot of different ways that herbs can complement each other. So we spoke of how in one specific plant, there are synergistic effects that happen when all the different active compounds in that plant work together, but you can kind of multiply that synergistic effect if you know how to combine different plants together and use them in conjunction. And so sometimes it's taking them at the same time as a blended supplement. Sometimes it's taking different herbs at different times of the day, depending on the effects that you're looking for throughout the day or responding to different stressors that are in your environment at different times of the day. So there's a lot of different ways that you can kind of integrate plant medicine into your daily life in a very individual way so that you're dealing with your specific set of circumstances and your specific lifestyle, your specific stressors, everything that kind of goes into you as a unique person rather than just one size fits all band-aid that you slap over some anxiety that we mm-hmm. so sometimes see with other sorts of treatment.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love that you can combine that with other practices into a truly holistic healing plan because many people are looking for that. And it's difficult to sometimes find that in just taking a pill or, like you said, trying to put a band-aid on what's going on. So this sounds like a fantastic option for people who would like to add something more holistic to their healing journey. And talking about holistic healing journey, how can our listeners reach you? How can they work with you?
1: I have... Currently working one-on-one with patients, both in person and online, through you know Zooms and phone calls and all of that. So I can be found online at aglowapothecary.com. And I am also always available via email at hello at aglowapothecary.com. I am also here if you happen to be in the United States in the mm-hmm. Southeast. This fall, I'm opening an apothecary, and it's actually called a healing haven. So it's going to be a combination of not only the plant medicine apothecary, but also we will have classes on yoga, meditation, somatic exercise, art therapy workshops. We will have a massage therapist on site that's also able to help with trigger point massage and acupuncture and other modalities physically with those sorts of things as well. So we would love to welcome you at the apothecary this fall. And I'll also be expanding the online presence to be able to reach more people outside of the Southeast of Eastern United States, working on kind of group sessions, group treatment, on-demand trainings that are available and even toolkits. A lot of times, especially here in the more rural areas of the United States, we see people just don't have access to herbs. They don't have access to the tools that they need to be able to look at holistic healing. And so we'll have toolkits that are affordable and easy to get their hands on and have shipped right to them that have not only the customized plant medicine solutions for them, but also other tools that they can use in their holistic healing journey as well.
0: Wow, I love it. And I have to be sure that my next trip to the States, I come and see you and visit your healing haven. That sounds fantastic.
1: Please do. I would love to have you come join us for a class and show you around. That would make me so happy.
0: Yes, that'll be amazing. And just for our listeners, we will be linking to all of Netta's offerings in the show notes. So you can take a look there to find how to contact her and also any information about her classes, the apothecary when that opens up. So that'll all be linked in the show notes for you as well. Well, this has been another incredible episode, and I really hope our listeners have enjoyed the journey into plant medicine as much as I have. It has been amazing chatting with you on the podcast, Netta. Thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes, it was my pleasure. Thank you and take care.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. If you enjoy the Journey podcast, please subscribe, share on social media and leave us a review. And be sure to get your copy of our brand new ebook called Break Free. Sending you love and courage and see you next week. Until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and the Journey blog.